Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. We've been doing a little mini-series on our extraordinary coach culture, and I love going through this because these are the values, the tenets, the way that we set our team up to behave, to operate, to think about things. And this is just a great exercise for any company to go through to create their own. So I'm really having a lot of fun sharing it with you. Today, we're going to get into what just might be my favorite topic, and that is what's called having an entrepreneurial attitude. In fact, I was so inspired by this one section that I created an exercise called The Entrepreneurial Attitude, and then I wrote a book about it called The Team Success Handbook. So as I said, it really is one of my very favorite topics. So one of the things that's really, really important for people to know who work with us is that we work with, we serve, we help expand entrepreneurial freedom. You know, it really is all about entrepreneurs. And Dan Sullivan, years ago, defined what he calls the two entrepreneurial decisions. Now, the first of those decisions, and again, everyone working here needs to understand that, is that as an entrepreneur, you have to really be clear. The first decision that you make is that I am totally responsible for my own financial security. This means you do not have a job. You are not counting on someone else to give you the paycheck. You are creating that. Your financial security comes from you. And the ownership, really the taking into your own being that decision and not relying upon anyone else is really what has people cross what we call the risk line from being a team member, from being an employee into being an entrepreneur. Now, the second one, and I really like this one because I think it really speaks to contribution, is that I will never expect someone else to give me an opportunity until I have first created value for them. Let me repeat that. I will never expect someone else to give me an opportunity until I have first created value. So there is a whole attitude here of create value first, expect a reward or a benefit back second. This keeps it very morally upright (laughs) in my my way of thinking about it. So if you think about it as an entrepreneur, you have made that decision to only rely upon yourself for your own financial security and to first create value before you expect opportunity from somebody else. And that's a very powerful standpoint, and it translates beautifully to the team. So it's really important that people appreciate that that's the mindset that they need to bring to work too, not necessarily about their financial security, but that their growth, that their contribution is really all going to be about increased value that they provide. And that's really an important mindset. We call it the no entitlement mindset. Dan's belief is that no one is entitled to anything as a strategic coach without first creating value. And we had someone apply uh, years ago, and in fact is employed by a strategic coach, who had a master's degree. And in the profession that she'd been in before, which is teaching, you get additional funds. You can make more money the more degrees that you have, being a master's in teaching or what have you. You know, it was interesting because I remember the conversation with Babs, co-owner, co-founder of Strategic Coach. She said, well, I don't know how that makes a difference for our clients, which was a completely accurate point. Now, for someone who's invested a lot of time and money and energy in their educational degrees, you know, that may have been a little bit confronting, but it was true. So how are you going to apply that to benefit our company, to benefit our clients, to benefit our growth? That's what we are willing to reward you for. So it's interesting because I work with a lot of team members, a lot of companies, and you know, lots of them have great credentials. Sometimes you have to 
pay to play. That's the standard for getting into, into the role. But that's the minimum standard. To actually be contributing and to actually get rewarded, it's vital that people are really focused on how they're going to best create value. So I really like how Dan talks about this. He said, everything is earned by being useful to other people through your talents, your intelligence, your creativity, and your contributions to the growth of the company. You'll be richly rewarded and get an enormous amount of support for these contributions. The other thing you'll get is the opportunity to use your unique ability. So unique ability by our definition, and we've talked about this in a previous podcast in this series, is where you get to do what you are best at and most love to do. I had a phenomenal opportunity to coach this amazing client. He and I are twins when it comes to Colby and StrengthsFinder and other profiles. And we were talking about joy. And joy is not a word that people talk about a lot when they're talking about working, but he, of course, he and I would get into this. And in front of the company, his team, I was saying, you know, my definition of joy is when I get to do what I'm best at and what I most love to do in a way that is contributing to a really meaningful result. You know, in other words, it's going to have a really big impact in a way that's personally meaningful for me. That's my definition of joy, which I hadn't actually thought about that much until that moment (laughs) where it came out of my mouth. But think about that. Doesn't that make sense? Doesn't that resonate? So when you can do your unique ability in service of what is important to you, that's a very joyful experience. It's more than just happy. It's much more deeper seated to me from that mindset. So that's really what we talk about with an entrepreneurial attitude. It's that no entitlement. It really is looking at creating value and making contribution. The other thing about this that's really interesting is the attitude that you take when things are going wrong. Now, in a lot of situations where you feel like you don't have a lot of power and control over what's going wrong, the temptation, the absolute drive is actually to complain. Well, let's just moan about it. Let's just whine about it. Let's complain about it. And that kind of makes us feel better. It's known as venting, a technical term, which I'm not terribly fond of. But the motto here instead is if things are going wrong, create don't complain. And Dan and I talk about this a lot, you know, complain or create. And the whole point is to create a solution. So complainers don't have a long life in Strategic Coach. We have an opportunity to make things better. And we know that we're growing all the time. So things are not always working. (laughs) We know they need to get handled, but let's create a solution. So that real drive towards creativity, to not complaining instead, but diverting that in energy, which is very useful energy, noticing what's wrong, That's a useful talent to have. But then doing something about it, not just voicing it and letting someone else step in. To me, that's another aspect of the no entitlement attitude. So it's really powerful to have that no complaint attitude. And I want to share with you something that a friend of mine very recently shared with me about a gentleman named Will Bowen. And you may have heard about him. He's quite a successful motivational speaker. And he has started something called the complaint-free movement. And I think this could be completely transformational if we all took this on. I talked about this a little bit more in the Monthly Booster, all about habits recently. But what it boils down to is that what Will Bowen has done is he's created these purple bracelets. And if you want to start the 21-day challenge, which is approximately how long it takes to change certain habits, as you'll learn, this habit takes a little bit longer, is you put the purple bracelet on one wrist on day one. And then as soon as you make a complaint, you change it to the other wrist, and that becomes day one. Now, I imagine that when I start this, I'll be changing wrists quite a bit in the same day. (laughs) 
<laughs> but eventually you get past an entire day of not complaining. And then you go day two, day three, however long you can do it. And there's a whole expression about this. There's no shame in day one because you have to start over quite often. So I just watched a really fun three-minute video that he has on his website about this. And you'll see him go all the way up to like day 14, and then the next picture will be day one again. And it actually took him, even though he's practiced at this and he's done it before, it took him six months. On average, it takes people four to eight months to stop the complaining habit. And my friend who had told me about this had actually just had almost a near, well, I won't say near-death experience, but it was an accident where it could have ended him. But he didn't tell me about it in any way that was complaining. He gave me the facts. He said, I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful it wasn't worse. If this thing had hit me in any other location, it would have been deadly. So I'm just really grateful. And it was like, whoa, he really did just relate this harrowing experience in such a way that all I got from him was his gratitude, that he was fine and that he was recovering and that he was well. And that was really powerful. I mean, it was powerful to hear about the complaint-free movement, but it was really powerful to see my friend live it and practice it and share that with me. So this is a habit that I think would be really, really powerful. I noticed that at work, I am often very trained to immediately go to the solution, not to the complaints. I have very little tolerance for complainers. In fact, my friend Ross gave me a brilliant compliment one time when we were working together. He said, Shannon, if I want to complain, you are the last person I would come and talk to. He said, if I want to come and create a solution, you are the first person. I was like, Thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> it's totally true. So I don't have a lot of patience. Then I realize, okay, where do I complain in my life? Mm, traffic, other drivers. I think drivers have become more distracted. <laughs> I think they've become worse in recent years, probably because of technology. So you'll hear me. That was a complaint. There you go. There's an example of what I'm talking about. So I realized, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to really work at this probably, frankly, a little bit more in my personal life than in my professional life. But I'm sure I have some room to grow, and I'm sure this will dramatically increase my awareness. So if you want to take on this challenge, check out Will Bowen. Order a bracelet. It's pretty cool. It's on his website, and Bowen is B-O-W-E-N. So that could be fun. We can do the complaint-free habit together. I'd be totally game for that. But the more important thing is to really appreciate how you, if you're a team member listening, or for you as an entrepreneur, to really coach and support your team and having a no entitlement attitude and having an entrepreneurial attitude. And I want to give you a couple of ways where you can do this. So obviously there's a team success handbook. There's also going to yourteamsuccess.com. And on that, you can do a download of the entrepreneurial attitude exercise. And I have a lot of fun coaching this. So we've broken it down to 12 different strategies, 12 different attitudes, ways of looking at the world, which includes no entitlement. It's great because you can score yourself. And the way I coach it in my workshops is I'll say to everyone, circle the two you do best and the one you most want to improve. So they'll score themselves in all 12 and then share or discuss the two that you do best. Where did you score the highest? And the one you most want to improve may not be your lowest score, but it's the one that if you handled it, if you maybe move from a three to a four, maybe you've got something else you need to move from a two to a three, but that one is not as significant as the one you need to move to a four. So it's your real decision about what is the most strategic for you. And that leads to some phenomenal conversations, much greater increased self-awareness. And sometimes entrepreneurs will fill it out, which I kind of laugh. It's like, well, 
I'd be pretty surprised if you didn't have an entrepreneurial attitude. However, the ones that they score themselves that they need to improve tends to be around the area of communication. So they know that they could be a better communicator and particularly communicating the vision. So if that resonates with you. And the one that team members circle probably the most often is handling strong emotions. Just recognizing that they are, in fact, a normal part of entrepreneurial life. And it's not only other people's strong emotions, it often can be your own. So that would be the one for team members that overall, rough survey, is the one that they most need to improve. So we do a really deep dive into that. And available on the Strategic Coach website is a whole video series around the team success strategies and having an entrepreneurial attitude. So if you want to see me coaching it, if you want to see me describing it, there's downloads of the exercises. Great way to put them into your meeting structure, add them to a company meeting, have people do it as a self-learning tool, lots of different ways to use that video series. And that's included. That's all already on the Strategic Coach Client website. So if you want to do a deep dive into the entrepreneurial attitude, we have lots and lots of different ways for you to do that. All right. So I hope this has really inspired you to have more of a no entitlement attitude, to focus on creating rather than complaining, and to support other people that you work with in those same practices. And they are practices. This is not perfection. So I really am interested in how this is working for you. If you have any feedback, any suggestions, please let me know at questions at strategicoach.com. And as always, here's to your team's success. Shannon here, and thank you very much for listening. If you like what you heard today, please take a moment to rate the Team Success Podcast on iTunes, and we'd love it if you'd share the podcast with anyone else who could benefit. If you're interested in learning more about the Strategic Coach Program for Entrepreneurs, visit us at strategiccoach.com or the Strategic Coach channel on YouTube. For free downloads and more Team Success strategies, visit teamsuccesshandbook.com. Team